I'm gonna make him an offer again. I feel the need, the need for speed. He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fennick. Go ahead, make my day. He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids, uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long. You talking to me? Together, they bring you the best movies you've never seen. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Rent BioStream, the latest and greatest movies on Fetch. Watch on a big screen Hisense TV. The best movies you've never seen. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. With Stephen Fennick and Trevor Long. This is the captain. Brace for impact. Welcome to the best movies you've never seen. This is Stephen Fennec. I'm the host of your show today. I am the so-called movie expert. I've been watching all these movies. Uh, but the reason this podcast exists is because my good friend Trevor Long has not seen any of these movies, or no. most of the movies. You've seen a couple, including this one. Yeah. Uh, we're watching Collateral. Uh, this is starring Tom Cruise, Jamie Foxx, Jada Pinkett Smith. Now, just a word, there is some explicit language in this one. So if the kiddies are in the car. Uh, this was directed by Michael Mann, written by an Australian named Stuart Beatty. Uh -huh. So he's an Australian uh, screenwriter. LinkedIn profile look like? Well, he's written a few movies, including this one. And he got the idea for this when he took a cab home from Sydney Airport as a 17-year-old. And he said, "What? imagine if the driver is a homicidal maniac and I'm in the car. <laughs> That's sort of the seed of the idea. Yeah, I like it. And uh, so he, he thought of this idea where the the driver and the passenger sort of they established that okay you got to trust me we're doing things yeah that's that's where it went from there uh, and the it got to Michael Mann one of the reasons why Michael Mann chose to make it was because he said that he'd love the fact that the the script Stuart Beatty's script captured everything in a short space of time so right. it happens in in just a matter of hours yeah the whole uh, movie is yeah it's yeah, just a few hours it's a right. few hours long so um. It's almost like an episode it's, of 24. It's he, almost in real time. Exactly right. He Well, Michael Mann described it, it's like the third act of a traditional drama. That's his words, that it, everything's packed in. Yeah. So rather than having to establish long sort of story arcs, it's right there straight away. Now, it went through a little bit of a development journey. It, it sat on the shelf at DreamWorks for three years. Uh, Mimi Leader, a well-known director, she was attached to initially direct it. Uh, and it wasn't until, would you believe, Russell Crowe got involved. He uh -huh. became interested in the project. He interested in playing Vincent, so the Tom Cruise character. And uh, then it started generating a bit of interest. Uh, Crowe thought brought Michael Mann on board, but then the, the the delay after delay meant that Russell Crowe was I can't do it Busy. now. And so the role was offered to Tom Cruise. Oh, solid understudy with the idea of him playing the hitman. And Adam Sandler as the cabbie. What? So the initial thought was Adam Sandler, Tom Cruise, uh, but eventually, of course, the they decided on on uh, on Jamie Foxx. Okay. Now, the original draft of the film was also set in Manhattan, so it was a New York film. Right. And Michael Mann, of course, he directed Heat, which is just a classic LA movie. The man knows the decided, LA streets. Uh, yeah, I think LA, Los Angeles, California is the game. I think that's a good vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So you had not seen this before, heard of it, nothing? Never What's heard of it. Level, no level, idea. Of, level of knowledge, one to ten, zero. Uh, nothing, zero. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't. Collateral, I thought was going to be a war movie. Oh. Uh, collateral, collateral damage, damage you know, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I assumed, yeah. you know. Um, and, you know, Tom Cruise, he, he could easily be yeah. uh, in, in uh, Army because he's done plenty of that. So, yeah, that's what I thought it was. Uh, much yep. was I wrong. Well, 
This was a movie that was nominated for two Oscars. Wow. Now, it was nominated, get this, Jamie Foxx was nominated for this movie. Supporting actor. Best supporting actor. Makes sense. Morgan Freeman won for Million Dollar <laughs> Baby. Right. Oh, right. right. Now, on the same night, Jamie Foxx was also nominated for Best Actor for Ray, you know, about Ray Charles. Yeah. And won. Oh, wow. So he could have won two, two Oscars in one night. I don't think it's ever happened before. Now, did you notice, right, this is the look of the movie. Did you notice a digital kind of look to the movie, sort of not not a, quite the celluloid film look? No. Because this was the first major picture to be shot in Viper Film Stream HD, so digital. Right. Now, Michael Mann was quoted in the American cinematographer saying that uh, as far as he knew that the he it was the first movie that tried to make a, a make a look out of digital sort of to make it look better style yeah so that was it so sort of give us some sort of grittiness some style uh, and he also said that digital reacts much better to low light than film uh, so there's a lot of scenes it that is, I'll yeah, try, later I've got a few the new things I'll pick out that show that some scenes uh, were couldn't have been done with film I'll tell you about those later but. Interesting. 20, they reckon about 20% of the film was shot on actual celluloid. Wow. Which was the fever nightclub scene. This is the really brightly lit screen, the scene. And that's what Michael Mann's saying, digital video doesn't perform well in ultra bright environments. Ah, oh, so it's quite the opposite. Yeah. Okay. But get this though. The actual, uh, the contrary to, to his opinion of digital, mm. the cinematographer Paul Cameron who worked as the for the first three weeks on the director of photography? He said digital cameras they lacked the ergonomics, color bandwidth, and the standard camera lens support. So he found it to be a problem, while as wow. Michael Mann embraced it. Okay, All right. But how do you embrace it if you're director of if you're cinematographer? Well, is he had his it. he had his reservations. But so if man, he I worked think... on it for three weeks, did he brush the film for that reason? Uh, I'm not sure. I think that there, I mean, there may have been. I don't think it was actually the director of photography, but someone who helped with sort of bringing okay. the digital to the to the project. Right. But, uh, it certainly has a, a real look to it, though. Yeah. Now this is your last exit before the freeway. We're going to take a deep dive into Collateral, but if you haven't seen it, you can catch it on Fetch, uh, along with many a movie. Uh, there's thousands of movies to watch, to rent, to buy. And, of course, there's more to fetch than just movies as well. There's streaming, so you've got Paramount+, Plus, Stan, Prime, Netflix, and many more. And then there's the uh, premium channels, subscription TV channels, from as little as $6 a month. With no locking contracts, you can get ESPN, MTV, Comedy Central, UK TV, uh, BBC UK TV, uh, Discovery, TLC, Discovery Turbo. I mean, there is a large number of channels for just a small amount of money. And basically, Fetch is your all-in-one entertainment box. You can have the mobile app that goes with it to stream and watch on. You can download to. You can pause, rewind, record stuff. You've got multi-room options. There is a lot to get through with a Fetch box. There's two options, Fetch Mini, Fetch Mighty. The real difference is with the Mighty, you can record your live TV. And that's what a lot of people love is their recording of content. So you can check it all out uh, at fetchtv.com.au, including links to our reviews of Fetch. And uh, you can check it out at internet providers like Ionet, Aussie Broadband and Telstra, and from retailers like JB Hi-Fi, Harvey Norman and The Good Guys. All right. You've now seen Collateral. Yeah. So give us your first impressions. Yeah, I think uh, I started off real good because it felt real. Yeah. Yep. A real person, real thing. Yep. Obviously, the storyline yep. pushes the boundaries of your reality, but yeah. you know, LA crime, it is crime. Hello. And you know, I'm a bit of a fan of Ray Donovan, so it yes. ticked a box because there was a bit of a hitman feel to it. I got you to that, mate. I got you under Ray Donovan. <clears throat> yep, I absolutely. introduced you to Ray. So, yeah, it ticked it ticked good boxes for me. Yep. I, I I had a good watch. What's your tweet on this one? My tweet on this one is Tom Cruise, but not in a war movie. Collateral has nothing to do with war. <laughs> uh, check it out if you haven't seen it and uh, enjoy it on Fetch. All right, I saw this at the movies, funny enough. Uh, well, I saw that the, f- the fact that Michael Mann was directing That was a big draw it, card for you? Of, hello, I'd, right. I'd, I'd read this guy's shopping list. I'll, 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 <laughs> do, I'll do whatever he does, right? And so I thought, yeah, I'll go take a look at this. Uh, I had to see it, Rewatched it multiple times. And, of yep. course, you've got Tom Cruise, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Hawk, Fox was red hot at this point. At the point. time. So he'd done Ray. He'd done, I, think this was bef- I think he'd already done Any Given Sunday, which is the movie – uh, that Oliver Stone directed football about football thing. movie. Yeah. yeah, I think it was around that time as well. So his stock was pretty high. Mm. Uh, the cast, let's take a look at that. Tom Cruise, of course, plays Vincent. 
Did you like his sort of grey hairdo? He sort yeah, of I thought little, it was it was a, a good look. Older. I think I yeah. love the way in a film like this they they pick a character look. You yeah. know, not just the hair, but the 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 outfit, the suit. It was a very yeah. It wasn't Tom Cruise. Do you know what I mean? It it, it went against that his thought. normal grey. What he's dressed? How he's dressed? I'll tell you a bit okay. about that. Um, he was in, of course, Top Gun, Mission Impossible, Jerry Maguire, Oblivion. Now, uh, three of those four movies we've done on the show. Yeah, right. Jerry Maguire's on the list. You're addicted well. to Tom Cruise. That's what I'm hearing. It's one of the very few films, though. Have you noticed that Tom Cruise is the villain? That's true. Yeah, so he's yeah, the bad I hear guy. You. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, star of the show, but still the bad guy. The oh. only other times he's been the bad guy, the villain, was when he did the uh, interview with the vampire, oh, based on the Anne Rice book. Okay. Him and Brad Pitt were together in that. Okay. And uh, in Taps, nineteen eighty one, he plays the rogue cadet named Sean. Another movie I've never heard of. Yeah, oh, it's, it's there. It's coming. Jamie Foxx plays Max, and of course he won an Oscar for Ray. I mentioned he was already in Any Given Sunday. He was also worked with. Uh, Quentin Tarantino on, on Django Unchained. As is well. that any good? It is actually, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. It's not pop fiction him. good. Um, no. Okay. But still, Quentin Tarantino. Okay. It's still worth a watch. Jada Pinkett Smith played Annie, and she was in, of course, The Matrix Revolutions, Scream 2, and last year's Oscars. <laughs> if you <can laughs> To be honest, that's the only place <laughs> I know her from. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your wife's name out of my mouth. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did you recognize Javier Bardem? who played Felix, remember, in the nightclub? Yes. And he was in a movie that we've covered called No Country for Old Men. Oh, yes, he was. And uh, That yeah. was a wild, <laughs> crazy movie. And he was also in Skyfall, too, the, a Bond film. He played a Bond film. We haven't done any Bond films. Yeah, they're on the list. They're coming. We're going right. to break the Do duck. we have to start at the top? No. Well, at Bond, you can, Who's your you favorite can jump Bond? and change. Uh, I'll probably say I like Roger, Roger Moore. Moore. Roger Moore was go. my Bond when I grew up, so it's like okay. Sean Connery was great too. But Moore was when I started watching Bond. It was Roger Moore. Okay. Anyway, we digress. Mark Ruffalo plays Fanning, the cop. Yes, and he was in a movie called Spotlight, which we'll get to. The Avengers. He was also he played. He's the Hulk. Oh, okay, right? Yeah, he's Bruce Banner. Yeah, because I've seen him being interviewed about his kids. Knowing he's Hulk and stuff yeah. and confusing them. So, yes. Before we get to the run-through, let's talk about our other great sponsor, and that is Hisense. Look, everyone's in the market for a TV one of these days, and I think you should give the Hisense Mini LED X a look. This is their flagship TV, available in 75-inch and 85-inch as well, and it is powered by this amazing mini LED technology. It is offers incredible contrast, incredible picture quality, and uh, allows you to enjoy your films even more. So this great performance, contrast, brightness, brilliant color accuracy as well. It really does show the how much, how far the technology has come with their mini LED displays. And of course, combine that with their already established ULED technology, which uses Quantum Dot. You'll have a stunning experience. The High View Engine X is state is High Sensor state of the art proprietary. Their driving force, it's powered by AI, would you believe? And it's the TV's engine that simulates human brain patterns and processes what? and optimizes image and sound quality in real time, ensuring you're getting the best possible outcome. And it's all also not only it looks great, they've got Dolby, Dolby Vision IQ and HDR10, uh, but also sounds great as well. This mini LED XTV has on board Cine, Cine Stage X. 4.1.2 surround sound. So this is kind of a, a sound bar and TV in one. Nice. And, of course, not only is it great for watching all the two movies we talk about on the show in 4K, but also if you're a fan of sport, if you like playing games, the TV has got you back with all the features that make those experiences even smoother. If you want to take a look for yourself, don't just take our word for it. Get down to a store, stand in front of the Hisense Mini LED X. You will be astonished at the quality. If you want to find out more, go to highsense.com.au. Booyah. All righty, let's kick this off. And uh, I love the little slow-mo intro of Vincent. Mm. You don't know his name is Vincent at that point, no. but you think, oh, that's Tom Cruise. Yep. And he's walking through the airport. And were you surprised to see who that was that he bumped yeah, into? Jason, Thes oh, Jason like, Statham. What the, is yeah. he in it again? In the them? ultimate cameo. No. Is just like a, it's, like, well, it's like 20 minutes work for him. I was thinking about that, thinking, yeah. so <laughs> is that like building up for a sequel and he becomes the the, no. the meat guy for no. everything? It's very weird. It is, yeah. So 
I think Jason Statham thought, you know what, if I do this favour for Michael Mann, I uh, might be in his next movie. Gotcha. And so he thought, okay. And this is what they – obviously it was some kind of switch. Yep. So he arrives, they bump into each other, drop bags, and did you notice that they picked up each other's Ob- bags? Opposite bags, that? of course. Okay. It was a bag swap. And so uh, the swap happens and off they go. Next thing we see is Max, who's uh, picking up Annie. We don't know her name, Cab Annie, driver, at that point. Yep. Uh, and she's, she wants to head to downtown LA and like a, I wouldn't call her a difficult passenger, but a passenger who knows how she wants to get there. She, she and, knew uh, which way she wanted to go. Yes. He is a well-regarded taxi driver yeah. who has a different opinion. But he suggests a faster route, so. Hold on. Takes a Bovida to Slauson to La Brea. Take La Brea North to 6 into downtown. So what? You'll be up late. I'm pulling an all-nighter too, so save the tears. I'll take the 105 east to the 110. That's fast. What? Is that the 105 to the 110? That'll get you there quicker. The 110 turns into a parking lot around USC. But once you get to La Brea north of Santa Monica, then it's jammed. The 110 north of the 10, you get people driving to Pasadena, and they drive slow. Yeah, they do, but what I do is I get off on Grand, and then I, uh... Hey, surface roads is what you want. That's what we'll do. Are we taking bets? Oh. What if you're wrong? I don't think I would be wrong, but if I am, the ride's free. Did that sound a bit flirty to you? It was a, oh, bit, of flirty, massive, a bit of flirty Massively. Going on and yeah. the big flaw there is who's the who's the control? Who's the expert? Who's going yeah, the, yeah. No, but who's going the other way to check if he gets there faster? Yeah, exactly, yeah. It was a bet. Well, yeah, there's no bet. I think she sort of roughly knows how long the trip takes. Right, okay. Just like he demonstrates later in the movie. And yes. I think she, I think, and then I think the line he uses throughout the movie is, oh, I got lucky with the lights. Yeah. And he ends up. Okay. Yeah. On the way, though, they do have a bit of a discussion. And uh, she, he's, I think they're, they're trying to sort of, he's this explaining what, his, what he wants to do, but he picks her exactly. Take pride in being good at what you do. What, this? Oh, this is, uh, this is, no, this is part-time. Uh, this is a filling job, pay the bills. But I will be the best at what I do. But that's something else. What else? Just shaping up some things. Like? Tell me. Limo company I'm putting together. Island limos. Be like an island on wheels. It's gonna be a cool groove, like a club experience. When you get to the airport, you're not gonna want to get out of my limo. So I do this part time to get my bins off leases, staff up, get the right client list, you know, things like that. How do you like being a lawyer? What are you psychic? A little bit. There's the dark pinstripe suit, elegant, not too flashy, that rules out advertising, plus a top drawer briefcase that you live out of. And the purse of Bottega. Sherlock Holmes, his name is. He nailed it. He did, uh, yeah. Now, that sequence, do you remember how Max is in the front? Yeah. She's in the back, both in the same shot? Yes. That was filmed with a Sony F900 high-definition video camera. Now, Michael Mann, the director, quote, if we were shooting film, you wouldn't see any definition of the images behind them. So had both of them and all the all the outside of the cab, there was a little bit more definition of the whole scene. Okay. I've got other examples later. Nice. Mac Max gives her his island picture. You know what he uses yes. to go on the little quick Which vacation. I immediately thought that was really dumb, mate. <laughs> and uh, she then uh, he 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 says he likes to take a vacation in his mind. He's trying know? to yeah. relieve her stress before yes. a big court case. And uh, she she heads out, and he sort of thinks, yeah, I might have. I was hoping for, and we also know return. that she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna work late because we heard her on yes. the phone saying that she was gonna call an all nighter. Yeah. And that you see her walking away, then she turns around, taps on his window, and she gives him the card. And he yes. goes, yeah, no, cool, yeah. yeah. Uh, then a man approaches Max's cab yep. and initially he doesn't notice him. Did you notice this? And he's about to walk away. Yeah, and he's about to go to the next cab and he goes, oh, hang on, sorry, mate, didn't see you. Like a good cabbie, he's like, hang yeah. on, that's that's money. That's yeah, a fact. of course, of course. And uh, he doesn't notice him at first, but then he calls out. and the Almost man, a sliding doors moment. Exactly right. There you go. Your, your film vocabulary is growing. <laughs> and uh, the man gets in and uh, we see that it's uh, – well, he doesn't introduce himself just yet, but – uh, we know that it's our man, Tom Cruise. Now, on the way, I think he gives him, he says, okay, I want to go here. And he goes, how, how long? And he says, uh, what, not six, not seven? And uh, then they start talking about L.A. 
How long do you think this would take? Seven minutes. Seven. Not eight, not six. Two minutes to get across to 110, to Normandy, Normandy to Venice, three minutes. Over to Union is one plus one for shit happens. Okay, if I time you? Knock yourself out. What do I get if you're wrong? Free ride? You get an apology. I already offered him my free ride today. To who? Some girl. Did you get a date with her? First time in LA? No. Tell you the truth, whenever I'm here, I can't wait to leave. Too sprawled out, disconnected. You know, that's me. You like it? It's my home. 17 million people. This is a country be the fifth biggest economy in the world and nobody knows each other. I read about this guy who gets on the MTA here, dies. Six hours he's riding the subway before anybody notices his corpse doing laps around LA, people on and off sitting next to him. Nobody notices. Nobody notices. This next part where they're talking about do you remember with Annie, he was telling him about, yeah, got a little something lined up with yeah. my company. And he then starts asking, he goes, oh, do, you like, do you like your job? Do you do part-time? He goes, oh, no, this is part-time. But he doesn't give it up here. He doesn't tell him, right? No. And then uh, the whole part of him saying how much he hates LA and all this sort of stuff, The you look at it, and I think Michael Mann even mentioned this, that he's being, he's sort of testing him now. He's being intentionally rude. He said, saying, see how he reacts to how I yeah, talk to him. Yeah, right. Because he wants him to work with him during the night, right? So yep. he's testing him out here. So he's saying, well, he wants to see if he's aggressive. He's got an aggressive that streak. So if he's going to overreact to something, you yeah. don't need him with so him. So he's thinking, oh, okay, gotcha. we'll, we'll see what happens here. Um, uh, many of the addresses as well, too, that remember how he gives an address here yeah. and later on through the movie, yeah. are all actual filming locations. So oh, really? Where, where he says they're going is where he's really where it happened. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So if it's easy to go, like match up the shots, if you want to do, if you're mad like me, you can use Google Maps and it'll tell you exactly where you are. Gotcha. All right, they've arrived, and Vince makes Max an offer. Listen, I'm in town in a real estate deal, closing one night. I got five stops to make, collect signatures, see some friends, and then I got a 6 a.m. out of LAX. Why don't you hang with me? Oh, the car's not for hire, man. That's against regs. Regulations? Yeah. These guys don't pay you sick leave. How much you pull down a shift? Oh. How much? 350, Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll make it 600. Uh, Plus an extra 100, you get me to LAX, and I don't have to run for the plane. No, no, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you do. I don't know, man. Yeah, you do. 600. Cool. We got a deal. Here's 300 down. What's your name? Max. Max. I'm Vincent. All right. Do you like when he fanned out the money? It was yeah, perfect. It just perfectly yeah, came it's out. It's like a yeah. magic trick. Yeah. How good was that? Yeah, it was yeah. very good. And you know my first thought? Yeah. That's not enough. 600 for the night? He normally makes 350, 400. Well, but, mate, you know the problem was? The problem that Max did, he named the price. That's true. He should have said, he, remember he said, what do you pull down on it? He goes, oh, 350, 400. I would have said 1,000. Yeah. And, and he might have point. offered him 1,000. So and he just gave he, him he more. He might have called his bluff because he's not his first rodeo. A lot of the conversation, when, when I'm hearing this now for the yeah, second time, essentially, yeah. you're hearing Vincent uh, vet him. Yeah, exactly. Every yeah, time. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. He tells him to, remember, he goes, look, yeah, I he says, look, I can't park here. And he goes, okay, go park around the back. Yeah. And then you see Vincent go up and into the building. And I love how then Max <laughs> uh, pulls out, he pulls out the back and gets out his subway, gets out his Mercedes Benz, Ma uh, his, his brochures. And then this happens. Man, you all right? Oh shit! <laughs> you all right? <laughs> he is not all right. So now Vincent's come out of the building. He, 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 he fell on the cab. He, he fell. He fell from up there on the motherfucking cab. Oh shit! I think he's dead. Good guess. You killed him? Yeah. No, I shot him. Bullets in the fall killed him. That's not too bright. Red light, Max. Hold on. Hold on. Put your hands down. Put your hands down. Okay, okay. Okay, help me out. Pop the trunk. What? Pop the trunk. Come on. Come on. What you doing? I'm gonna roll him off the roof. Huh? 
can't leave him here. So unless you want him up front with you, but given the hygiene. <laughs> given the hygiene. Remember he said before, he goes, this is the cleanest cab I've ever been in. Yeah. I honestly am disappointed you didn't choose that as your, your good line. I, didn't, I shot him. Well, no, there's another bit out of that that I've chosen for oh, my okay. line, but. Uh, the fact that well, was it uh, the, the, window, no, well, yeah, the window I, on the fork, I included him. it. I included it. <laughs> um, so they decide to put the body in the boot oh. and then wash off the car with they had a bottle of water. Yeah. Now, my question to you is: Was that the right thing to do? Put the body in the boot. They're going to be carrying it around all night. Is that safe? You think? I mean, it depends how you at what point of the movie you analyze that decision. Because right yeah. now it's a stupid thing to do. Yeah. But then you go, hang on a minute. It's not his first rodeo. Yeah. He does this all the time. I think he might always just leave the body and kill the driver and push it in the river. You know what I mean? So, Because yeah. the other people he kills later on, he doesn't take them. Their bodies are just still there. Well, I mean, he, he yeah. fell out of the window. He had to do okay. something. I suppose. Had to roll him off. Well, maybe, yeah, I've been talking fingerprints, but who knows. So they put the body in the boot and wash off the car. Yep. Next thing is, and this is like moments after they've just gone, Fanning detective Fanning pulls up yeah. at that same building. Because yeah. and you think what's this guy doing? But he turns out to be He's a looking CI for He's like an a, this guy who's yeah. an informant. He's a CI criminal informant. Criminal informant. Yeah. yeah. And so he sees what's happened. He sees the windows broken. So he looks down at the puddle on the floor. Then he calls for a black and white and says they want to establish a crime scene. Mm. So stop uh number one, done and dusted. Vincent then tells him about the next stop, and then Max starts to protest a little bit. 7565 found, you know it? West Hollywood. How long are you speaking? I don't know, man. 17 minutes. Why? Oh, no. No, no, no. Hold on, man. No, I told you we had other stops to make tonight. No, you said you had to go visit some friends. Yeah, somebody's friends. No. You drive a cab, I make my round. You might make it through the night. Come out 700 bucks ahead. I'm not trying to piss you off or nothing like that, but I can't do this. I can't drive you around while you go around killing people, man. That ain't, it ain't my job. Tonight it is. Tonight it is. Yeah. And he's like, I love that bit. I'm not trying to piss you off or anything. <laughs> like, he's defensive. He's, a, he's yeah. a kind of a mild and meek character. Yeah, for Maxis, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. working working class. He's uh, trying to do his best. And this is like now Vincent admits that the, the night didn't get off to the best start and that they've got to adapt. Okay, look, here's the deal. And you were gonna drive me around tonight and never be the wiser, but El Gordo got in front of a window, did his high dive. We're into plan B. Still breathing? Now we gotta make the best of it. Improvise, adapt to the environment. Darwin, shit happens, I Ching, whatever, man. We gotta roll with it. I Ching, what are you talking about, man? You threw a man out of the window. I didn't throw him, he fell. <laughs> but what did he do to you? What? What did he do to you? Nothing, I only met him that night. You just met him once and you kill him like that? But I should only kill people after I get to know them? See, <laughs> <laughs> so there are a lot of lines. It's those little ones of, that are just so good. There are a lot of, there's a couple I've picked out, but there, throughout the movie there's a couple of great lines, including this next one. When, when this next bit of audio is when you're thinking, okay, he wants to go to West Hollywood. Let's get on You've got it. to remember that there's, there's a cracked windscreen, a bit of blood on the car still, body in the boot, and the police pull him over. Yeah. And you're, what were you thinking at this point? Thinking, oh, I'm thinking, right, yeah, how do you get pop, out of this? And he said, look, you, what, he goes, why'd you pull me over? He goes, you got a crack windscreen, pop the trunk. And remember, Vincent was telling him, he goes, get rid of him, whatever. And he's got his hand on his gun. Yes. Thinking, yes. well, he's about to execute two policemen here, right, if this doesn't go right. Right. And uh, so you notice what happened when they, he's heading around to open the boot and then. And then they get he a goes, call. Oh, he goes, what happened? He says, what, what happened to your car? Hey, is this blood up here on your windshield? Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I hit a deer. You hit a deer? Yeah, over on the, uh, I was on Slauson. A South Central deer. <laughs> South, South Central, Central deer. deer. <laughs> That'd be like driving through Sydney with a crack windscreen along yeah. Southern Cross Drive and say yeah. you hit yeah. a deer at Circular Quay. Yeah. That's funny. Or a kangaroo, yeah. frankly, is so <laughs> Brilliant line. That was a good line. That could have easily been a line at the end, but I decided to play it now. Now, this is when the you're thinking, oh, they're gone here. And now Vincent's out of the car. Yep. And and Max. You is think out he's of the about car, to kill the cops. And he's got under his under his coat, he's got his gun. You're thinking, okay, we're gonna see a couple of executions here. But then a call comes through on the radio, they've got to respond to it, they're called to a shooting. 
And then they said, right, I take you, go take this back to the depot, whatever, get it off the road. Yeah. And so, whew, bullet dodged. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> so, stop number two, Max uh, gets a call from his boss. Like on the, t- on the two way radio. Because remember, the police pulled him over. So, they've obviously called dispatch saying one of your drivers is driving around with a cracked windscreen, right? Yeah. And so, this is when uh, the, he gets a call about who's responsible for the damage. Yeah, Lenny, what's up? It's me. Just got off the phone with the cops. Death Sergeant called to check you brought the cab in. Yes, yeah, so? So, aside from a hate talking to cops, they tell me you crashed the goddamn cab? No, no, I got crashed into. I didn't. Do I care what, where, or why? You're paying. It was an accident. You're not liable. It was an accident. I'm not liable. Bullshit, I'm making you liable. It's coming out of your goddamn pocket. You tell me to take this cab up, this fat ass. King to that, that's my boss. So? I need my job. No, you don't. Still there? I'm talking to you. Back, back. He's not paying you a damn thing. Who the hell is this? Albert Ricardo, assistant U.S. attorney, a passenger in this cab, and I'm reporting you to the DMV. Well, let's not, well, let's not get excited. Not get excited? How am I supposen to not get excited listening to you try to extort a working man? You know goddamn well your collision policy and general liability umbrella will cover the damages. Now, what are you trying to pull, you sarcastic prick? Like I was just trying to... Tell it to him. Don't tell him he's an asshole. Go ahead. You're an asshole. <laughs> tell him, he pulls his shit again, you're going to stick this yellow cab up his fat ass. <laughs> And, and next time you pull any shit, I'm going to have to stick this yellow cab up, up your fat ass. <laughs> that's, that's the delivery of that line that is perfect yeah. from Jamie Foxx. Yeah, so that's, he's sort of... Like, that's, the, that's where the Oscar starts to creep in. It's oh, like you yeah. were nominated because yeah. you played a character to the T. Yeah, but you, this is also the first part where Vincent is helping him become... A bit more assertive. Yes. And while he's, he's not that he asked for that, around, but that's no, what right. he's decided. But he needs. he's learning. He's learning and trying to show him. Mm. You know, in a fun, in a strange way, he's trying to sort of almost mentor him into being a better band and more stand up for himself yeah. to do more. So, exactly. But he doesn't trust him because then he ties his bloody yeah, hands exactly to the wheel. Right. Yeah, yeah. So he does cable tie his hands and he goes up um, to do his next job. Takes the keys. Yes. And then what does Max do? He's bipping the horn, calling out, help, help. And then these guys come along, they see he's handcuffed, and the bloke pulls a gun. And then he and then he go, takes his wallet and and uh and Vincent's briefcase yes. out of the uh out of the back of the car. And then Vincent comes out. Moments later, he turns up. Yo, homie. Is that my briefcase? Is your briefcase? Yeah, it is. Why? You want it back? I want your wallet. What else you got for me? Huh? Fuck. Vin- Max is like, wow, that uh, did yeah. not go well. Yeah. For those and then, thieves. Remember the guy that was still, uh, and then he goes, bang, shoots him again in the head as yeah. he's walking off? Yeah. Well, you can't leave any trace. Mate, they chose the wrong person to steal from right there. 100%. Yeah. So good. Pretty bad. Uh, back at the LAPD, Fanning arrives to see the person killed at the first hit and is immediately suspicious. He's thinking, something's doing here. Maybe he jumped. Sure, he's depressed, so he jumps four stories out of a window onto his head. Wow, that feels better. Picks himself up. Now I think I'll go on with the rest of my day. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, Ray. Catch. It's a bullet casing. Yeah. Recent. You can still smell the cordite. Old guy across the alley watching late night TV. Says he saw a cab parked there earlier tonight with two guys walking around the hood. So they know it's a cab involved, Mm. but it's off to stop number three, which is at the jazz club. Do you remember they go see uh, the owner's name's Daniel? Yep. And he tells a really cool story about meeting and playing uh, with Miles Davis. You heard of Miles Davis, yeah. jazz legend? Yes. And he tells him how he walked in that door. He's probably recording down the street. Like he's sitting, it's he a great story. And, it's yeah, And it's close. These three are sitting, yeah, at, a sitting table, at a table yeah. just having a great chat. And you yeah. think, okay, this is, this is him. Because he did say, I've got some business to do, some people to catch up with. Yeah. And it wasn't like he was just going to get the job done straight up. He, yeah. was, he was just chilling through the night at this point, yeah. I thought. And, and I loved how he sort of said, and, and Vincent was really getting into the story and asking him questions and saying, I guess, hey, where do you play with Miles Davis? He goes, yeah, he, I couldn't keep up with him. But, and he goes, oh, what did he say? Maybe he goes, oh, he just said one word, cool. And he said that was his way that of um, 
good, but not ready sort of thing. Yeah. But then if you look closely at this, this shot here, right, where Vincent brings up a name and you see, you see the colour drop. drain out of his yeah. face. What a great story. Mm. I got to tell the people in Kulikan and got the hand of that story. You know the folks in Kulikan and Cardania. Ritzel. That is why I thought you were a cool guy. I'm a cool guy. Good job I contracted to do. Go on, visit. Give to do the past. I'm working here. No, listen, you don't want to sit up here talking about improvisation and everything like that. You like the guy, you like how he plays. Let's, let's just play a little jazz. Come on. Improvise? That's funny coming from you. How's this? I'll ask a question. What question? Jazz question. You get it right. We roll. You disappear tonight. If I walk out of here tonight, I will go so far away to be just like I was dead. And one more thing. These people in their rep here, Felix, well, you tell them I'm sorry. You tell them I had to. They laid a grant of immunity on me. I was compelled. It was either play ball or go back inside, and I'm not going back inside. Mm. And this is the this first is where time you start we to realize we're talking about witnesses. Yes, so the, 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 that's what I like about it. Where they, it's not, it's not a build like neon lights about what you sort of pick up little fragments about yes. what's no, going on. No, I agree. On. I agree yeah. because you are literally watching. You are captivated because you're trying to piece it together. Yeah. As opposed to going, oh, okay, right, he's knocking off a bunch of witnesses for a yeah. case. Like it's not. Yeah, it Obvious becomes straight apparent. Away. But then he asks his question. Where did Miles learn music? I know everything there is to know about Miles. Then let's have it. Music school. He <laughs> got into music school, right? His father was a dentist. East St. Louis. Invested in agriculture, made plenty of money. He sent Miles to Juilliard School of Music, New York, 1945. <laughs> So he got the question right, but still, man, good night. He uh, outside Vincent sort of gets they have a bit of a struggle. He, well, he's just, like, yeah. so you got to remember the other. Uh, yeah, he never two saw murders the other He two, didn't yeah, see yeah. happen. He saw the dead saw body from the first one, but yeah. this is the most brutal. Like imagine, like yeah, imagine no, seriously, yeah, you just no, saw no. someone kill someone in front of you. Yeah. It would be yeah. the wildest. It's, thing. it's traumatic. Uh, Vincent grabs him by the throat, and as he's got him on the back of the on the cab, the dispatcher calls again. Remember that? And he says, yeah. look, Max, your mother's been calling all bloody night. Like, what? go talk to her or whatever. And then we discover that uh, she's in hospital. Mm. And Vincent says, we're going. We're going to go visit her. Yeah. He goes, no, well, what for? And he said, look, if anything you do different tonight, they're going to be suspicious. So we're going to go see her. So they manage, they find the time for that. Now, did you like this bit at the hospital, right, where they get in the lift of the hospital and, and old Fanning mate's gets going in, another floor, right? He's going to the morgue, yeah, right? To see, and even I think Vincent even goes, "Oh, how's your night?" And he goes, "Yeah, not too bad, whatever." And they actually change, yeah. exchange words, <laughs> and um, so then they get up to the ward and they see uh, Max. Max is, uh, gives his mum some flowers. The best part is yeah. this little preemptive bit here where they Vincent insists Max buys flowers. Max is yeah, like, "I yes. don't buy flowers; they're a waste yeah. of money." She doesn't want them. She doesn't yeah. like them at all. <laughs> but they do end up giving her the flowers. I like how Vincent like how's this right for him having values? Vincent says. That's your mother. She carried you for nine months. Yeah. Like he's a, a cold, cold-blooded killer. Yes. Still has affection for still his mother. Still insists <laughs> on bringing flowers yeah, to the he's mother. still a mummy's boy. Hey, Mum. I've been calling and calling. Yeah, well, I got caught up at work. Why couldn't you call me on the telephone? I'm lying here wondering if something terrible happened to you. I brought you flowers. What am I going to do with flowers? Cheer up. How? By worrying that you spend money on stuff that's just gonna wilt and die. See what I mean? I didn't buy you flowers, Mom. He did. Who? Why you tell me that company? What's your name? Sorry, my son is rude. No harm done, ma'am. You paid for my flowers? They're beautiful. Because <laughs> he paid for the beautiful. Max? That's my best bit. Mother, this is Vincent. Vincent, this is my mother, Ida. I'm very happy to meet you, Mrs. DeRocher. Oh, just call me Ida. <laughs> hey, Ida. I was with Max when he uh, when he got the call. 
And you came all the way over here to see me? It's nothing, ma'am. <laughs> Tell my son, you have to hold a gun to his head to make him do anything. Because <laughs> <laughs> that? That's another Such great a good line. Because yeah. I think there's actually a reaction on, on Jamie Foxx's face here. <laughs> I think there's a reaction to that very so statement, smart. which is really cool. So smart. So uh, Vincent, uh, they're at the hospital and they're in. Uh, they've seen they've seen the mum at Max though. When when Vincent starts talking to his mum, Max eyes off he his grabs suitcase. The suitcase he grabs and it. Off he goes. He does the bolt, and uh, in the meantime. Fanning is um, in the morgue to see his CI, if his CI is there. He's trying the to find the body. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, when a body's missing, sometimes it gets handed in. He does see other victims that were killed with the same two shots to the chest and one to yeah, the head. Yeah, the mortician talks about yeah, how there, it's the a, there's tap. a pattern. You should see yeah. this. Yeah. But then he recognises one of the other victims there too. Hello. Hey, it's Fanning. I'm still down here at the morgue. It's just as a charity. Those John Doe's didn't pan out, but you're never going to guess who I got here in the meat locker. Who? Sylvester Clark, criminal attorney turned lawyer criminal. Including Ramon, who he represented, who's still missing. The both of whom are in the exotic substances business together. There's something going on. I don't think the feds know about it. Tell you what. Stay on your cell phone. Get the ASAP phone. I'll hook up with you in 30 minutes. Good. So we... In, this is where so we they're, start they're to piecing get, put it something together, together yeah. right? In the meantime, remember Vincent uh, chases Max and he threw his, threw his bag out. Throws it onto the freeway. On the freeway, yeah. So, that bag's got his like cool futuristic yeah. tablet in it. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah. That was a bit, a bit older. Yeah. Was that the Toshiba? Was it a Toshiba? I don't know. It was, it was, e-ink, a, it was a white one. A white tablet. It was like silver, I thought. Okay. But it had like an e-ink screen because it refreshed anyway, slowly it's like in pieces, Kindle. It's in pieces now it's on the no freeway. It's no longer with him, yeah. And uh, so he says, right, you're going to have to front Felix, the drug dealer and gangster, to get his mark, to get his workups. Because mm. he said he's still got, he needs the info You've just for thrown away my hits. schedule for the night, yeah. basically. So where he needs to go. Uh, that was or, well set up too because they showed just subtly they yeah. showed several times when he was studying the tablet yes. to get his information. Yep. So we established that it was a required tool workbook. of the trade. Yep. Yeah. And he says, "Look, if he says if you don't go see Max, I'm just going to go back to the hospital and execute your mother." Simple. Basically, and he says, oh, "Okay." Meanwhile, LAPD starts talking to the feds who are already scoping a location, which turns out where they're going. Fred Felix's little nightclub there. Yeah. And uh, they realise their three witnesses are being killed tonight. Yeah. Fanning also notices a cab with a damaged roof. And so he's the smart he, one. And he notices it from a way off. He sees this cab yeah, parking the there. He goes, hang on, zoom in on that. That's yeah, pretty that's, good zoom in technology back in 2004, whatever this yeah, was. It's yeah, it's that whole pretty uh, good. zoom in and enhance situation, yeah. So uh, Max manages to pull himself together and put on a brave face for Felix. And then uh, I like how he tells him later, he goes, you know what, for your inconvenience, I'm going to give you a discount. (laughs) 35% off discount. (laughs) But then, uh, yeah, this is uh, a little chat with Felix. I picked up a tail. Federal? I don't know. You tell me. That's why I tossed the list. The workups, all of that shit. To protect, in part, your Hermes Fasanabla ass. <laughs> what do you think I like coming in here? But hey, shit happens. Gotta roll with it. Adapt. Darwin. I Ching. The fat man, the penthouse guy, the jazz man. I leave too. Do you like how he imitates what, he just Tom, turned what, what it Vincent on. says? Yeah. yeah. He did a great job. He, yeah. He said, oh, I've got a well, tail. Well, his mother's to about to die if he doesn't. Exactly right. So, and he needs the yeah. list. And old mate, Felix, was frightening because he yeah. was like, dude, you've just ruined my night. I liked and, how, too, there was a bloke with a gun. He goes, and, and he puts on the ad. He goes, can you tell this bloke with a gun? If he kills, I'm going to beat him to death. If he, if he, remember, did you hear? He said, yeah. put on this brave face. Yeah. Do you like it when uh, when Felix first sees Max posing as Vincent? Right? Yeah. First thing he says, did you hear what he said? He goes, I thought you'd be taller. Yeah. Right? Now, Jamie Foxx is five foot nine. 
and he's oh, okay. two inches taller than Tom Cruise. He's five seven. Oh, so he was actually he's actually taller than not. Well, he's, he was. Well, he would have been even taller. more shocked. I thought he'd be taller. Yeah, exactly right. Um, yeah. Now Max is back in the cab. They're heading about to head off to their next stop, the Fever nightclub. Now the Feds and LAPD have now since worked out who the next victim's going to be. It's pretty hard. Pretty hard not to, okay? Because three of their witnesses dead. What? Who's another witness on the list? Oh, this other guy yep. who happens to be at Fever nightclub. Let's go. And so they're off together. The this now this part of the movie goes pretty fast. This bit here where. And it's all music playing. There's nothing spoken. There's, there's, no, it's, it's them walking through crowded nightclub, right? Yep. The cops are in there. The feds are in there. Max is in there with Vincent. What I found the most amazing about this is they all seemed to come in the same way, yeah. but they didn't seem to be they at didn't all. They bump into each other. No, they, sort of they were, someone was coming around the side, one was coming around the back, yeah. one was coming now, up the middle. It was a bit staggered. I think what happened when they got in there, they were staggered in there, but then they all said, right, I'm going to go here, you go there, yeah. let's sort of you know, do a lap. Vincent just walked they through said, the let's dance let's do a lap here. Um, isn't that what you normally do in the dance? Uh, at I've a never nightclub? been to a nightclub. You do a lap? So. You've never been to a nightclub? No. Seriously? And so this is a for what purpose would I go to a nightclub? Typically, what happens in a nightclub? Okay, okay. this is a what unusual. What purpose would I go to a nightclub for? I don't know. You out out in Vegas somewhere or? Oh yeah, I have been to a nightclub. Hello, yeah, yeah I've been with you. Yeah, but Hello. T- three times Two in my life. Two blokes talking tryst. Do you remember? <laughs> Down at uh, was that at, was that at, 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 at Win? One at uh, Encore, one at Win. Excess yeah, and tryst. Yeah, okay. Thanks so for you the have been in a nightclub, mate. Thanks, Jennifer, Jenny, whatever her name was. You're not talking to your missus, mate. That was just a waitress. I'm just nuts. I got the photos. Hello. I still got the photos too. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Moving back to, right back to the fever. Back at fever. Now there, there. The target is obviously this guy, big Asian dude who's surrounded by bodyguards and I'm gonna beautiful say, I'm gonna women. I'm going to call it straight up. Yeah. A shot should have been taken well beforehand. You like reckon? there's mo- plenty of moments where he could have just taken a shot. But he has all crowded people around him though. There's a shot. Take yeah, it. Take the shot. If he's a marksman, take the shot. Take it. Uh, well, while this is all happening, Fanning recognizes. Well, he sees Max. Yes. Because maybe he saw him on CCTV yep. and then they were calling him Vincent. Yeah. Right? And so that he explains, look, I'm not Vincent. I'm driving around. Blah, blah, blah. And then he grabs him, drags him away. But Vincent's still got a job to do, right? And so he starts one by one, all these bodyguards, he's sort of knocking him down, shooting that guy. He eventually gets knocked to the ground. And I love it when he's the, he between his legs, he's on the floor, bang, bang, bang. And he does his, he, he shoots him. Yep. Then he gets up close and then double taps him, double tap one to the head and yep. then he's off. Now- at this point, we're seeing Fanning dragging Max out of the club. Yes, right. And then in the distance, because Fanning at this point, by the way, I, I don't know if we really touched on this, but the f- the feds just want to kill. They just want this dead. Well, they get no. injured. One of them gets wounded. No, but yeah. leading up to this, they, they've got yeah. no desire of capturing this guy. They just want to bring him down. Right? Prote- no, no. The, the feds want to protect the guy because he's a witness. No, no. I'm talking about um, Max. Max. Yeah, yeah. They think he's Vincent. They want to bring yeah. him down. Right. Yeah. But. Um, Fanning doesn't believe that. Fanning he, he believes him, there's says, something else going on, so that's yeah. why he pulls him aside and he doesn't do anything to harm yeah. him. He, sa- he says he's trying to get yeah. him out of there and protect him. Here's my little problem with this scene is that uh. he's dragged off Vince, uh, Max out of the way yeah, and Vincent still manages to shoot the guy, get out of the club, bring the cab around and Max, and, be, and then shoot Fanning dead as he's walking out of the club. Yeah, I mean, he's got yeah. some skills. He's uh, he must have found the shortcut. Maybe the back that, entrance. Yeah, maybe that's the way someone the else door. came in. He yeah. backdoored it. He did, okay. a, did a smoke bomb like yeah, you normally bloody do. Bloody oath. Uh, so that's all going down there. So then they're they're back in the cab and he he they're thinking Max now has reached his limit. Yeah, and he now starts uh, challenging Vincent, telling him. Exactly what he he's, thinks. He's now and, found his yeah. voice, shall yeah, we say? Absolutely. So yeah, that's uh, he's uh, he's he's really he's hit his limit. Look in the mirror. Paper towels, clean cab, the low company someday. How much you got saved? Any number of business. Someday, someday my dream will come. One night you'll wake up and you'll discover it never happened. It's all turned around on you. It never will. Suddenly you are old didn't happen and never will because you were never going to do it anyway you're pushing in a memory that zone out in your barco lounger being hypnotized by daytime tv for the rest of your life don't you talk to me about murder all it ever took was a down payment on a lincoln town car that girl you can't even call that girl what the fuck are you still doing driving a cab 
So it becomes a moral. Bombs. It's a moral yeah, question some now. Truth like, mate, bombs dropping there. You yeah. can you can hate my life and what yeah. I do all I like, but I've just I've been with you for an hour or two. Yeah. And here's what I've observed about you. Yeah. And I He's think Max dream, has got yeah. to listen to that and go. Yeah. Well, hang on a minute. Well, he does. He he's does feeling listen. the truth, yeah. and he's not liking it truth at all. Truth hurts a bit. Yeah, yeah. totally. That's but, a good point. Uh, Bottom line is there, yeah. truth hurts. So, totally. And now Max starts, okay, yeah, that's how you feel. He starts speeding up, going through red lights. So, yeah, it's on here. But you know what? It's the one thing i got to thank you for, bro, because until now, I never looked at it that way. What does it matter? It don't spot. Fix it. What have we got to lose anyway, right? Slow down. What? Shoot. You gonna pull the trigger and kill us? Go ahead and shoot my ass. Slow the hell down. You gonna, you gonna shoot me? You gonna shoot me now? You gonna kill us? Huh? Well, shoot my ass in. Huh? Shoot me. Slow what? down. All right. You know what, Vincent? Go fuck yourself. So he's hit the concrete wall, flipped he's the car. He's intentionally crashed yeah. and flipped the car with the with the hope, I guess, of, of yeah. killing Vincent. Now that stunt, when he hits the wall, flips over, huh. was captured in one take. No. Right? So they it came to a stop exactly where they where they wanted nice. it. Nice. The director though thought, eh, it looks too violent. Let's do it again. <laughs> so they got other cabs, right? They had a couple there. They did it two more times. And then just used the original? And the first one was wow. end up making, yeah. It was the first one they went with. Oh, wow. Now, used his full cab budget. That's right, yeah. He had he, he trashed them all and ended up using the first one. Now, he, at this point, Vincent gets out and you see him running off. Um, the Max has pulled himself out of the cab as well, sees a cop approaching and the cop says, look, you know, you've been in an accident, you okay? But then he goes around and looks in the boot and sees the boot sort of partially open, sees a body in there. Cop pulls oh, a gun yeah. on him. Yeah. Cop pulls a gun. The cop's on on his side. Cop's like, oh, yeah. man, you're injured, da, da, da. Yeah. Cop doesn't think anything of him until he sees a body, the body and then the he immediately seat. decides, no, That's mate, right. you're in. So what happens here is that as, he's, as the cop's approaching, about to cuff him, he looks in the car and sees the tablet. Remember, remember how Vincent rips off the cab's tablet and puts the yes. USB in it? Yeah, yeah. So he's got that and he sees Annie's picture on there. Yes. So uh, initially when I first saw this, and I'm thinking, wow, that's a massive coincidence that he picks up the killer of a woman he drove. Oh, no, because I'd put it together by then. I'm like, oh, she's the lawyer in the case. She's yeah, the but, prosecutor. Because you've got to remember, he was in the building. Um, Vincent that's right. was walking around the building. As she walked off, he walked out of her building that's into right. the cab. So Either not as big a coincidence. the joint out or yeah. doing something. Well, we know why, because he's going back there now. That's right. right? And at this point, it's when... Uh, Max decides he's going to overpower the cop, which he somehow does, gets his gun, cuffs him to, to another he car. He not just finds his voice, he finds his strength oh, as well, yeah. Stephen. Well, uh, well th th that's the whole thing where uh, what Vincent pushed him to the limit and he, he was doing things he yeah. realised he couldn't do. So in a way, as horrific as it sounds, he, Vincent did him a favour yeah. in sort of getting him out of his shell a bit. Yeah. So that, that's, again, what sign of a good movie in my books is seeing – the transformation of a character. That's the story. Yeah, no, I agree. Is a character changing? But but the best yeah. part about this is it's not a, in a traditional sense a character changes or grows or evolves. He finds his this voice. This guy finds yeah. – he does grow, yeah. but he finds his voice and fights back, and that's yeah. what makes it powerful. Absolutely. So uh, Max, he decides to hit a head off to, to – because he's got her card. He take, he knows where she works. Yep. And he's running. He mugs a bike for a smartphone. And he steals a phone, or a dumb phone. Sorry. Yeah, but then he calls Annie, and uh, he issues a warning. U.S. Attorney's Office. Annie. Yes. It's Max. Max, the cab driver. Listen to me, all right? A guy named Max. Vincent. Listen to me, Annie. Um, it's kind of a strange time to be calling. Listen, listen, Annie. There's a man named Vincent. He's coming to kill you. He's what? Kill you. He's coming to kill you. Okay, he was he was scoping out the building when I dropped you off. Okay, I don't know you how know it what? happened. Max, if this is supposed to be some type of joke, it's not funny. It's not a joke. Listen to me, Annie. Listen to me, please. Felix hired him. Okay, or people that that, that, that Felix worked for. Felix Reyes Torreira. How do you know about my case? I don't understand what's going on. All I know is that he's already killed witnesses. He's coming to kill you. When I dropped you off, and I don't know how it happened, but he ended up in my cab. See. 
for her, you got to remember, she he knows she knows he knows she's a lawyer, mm. uh, but she didn't discuss at all the case. No. So first and foremost, it's like Max, mate, can you call me in a couple of days and we might hook up. Uh, then secondly, it's like Max, what are you talking about? How do you know that? Yeah. And then it's like Penny starting to drop, so she starts freaking out rightly. Yeah. Absolutely, and that's and pretty so wild. She, so then she believes him that there's danger, and Vincent goes up into the building, cuts the building power. Yeah. And he's hunting, he's just hunting in the dark. Yeah. yeah. And then Max, meantime, finds, he's just happily, he's still happily got a gun, outside the building and runs in. And did you love the shots between where you, the, the focus, they focus on Max outside, outside. the building and then back up yes. to her in the building? Very That's nice. pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so Max then goes up. Don't forget, he's still got a gun. Yes. Right. He goes up and wounds Vincent. Yeah, he and shoots him. You think he's him dead. He shot but you realize ear. he kind of clipped his ear. Clipped his ear. Yeah. And then uh, he's Vincent Van Gogh. No, no now. more, no more. Hardly any. Come on, Vincent Van Gogh. <laughs> I'll pay that. So he does win him, Vincent Van Gogh. And then they bolt for the train. So th- yeah, this yeah. is their okay. Let's go. We've got to get on the train. And there was like, a, I've been to that train station. It's in, right in downtown LA. I've n- I didn't yeah. know there were trains yeah. in LA. You know when you go to E three, you know like Figaro. You know, you know where he smashed. Have you been to E three? Nah, I never went. Well, my E3, remember early on, like 20 years ago, yeah, the big day, yeah. was massive. Like Anyway, yeah. E3. A proper I underground. Down, downtown LA is d- down Figueroa Street from the center where E3 is, right? right. And that ca- where he crashes the cab, that's Figueroa. Okay. He crashes it there. So downtown LA is like a few blocks away. Yeah. Right? Because this train station, there's there's uh, yeah. like a there's cr- two, train two lines. that cross and Correct. they cross on different levels. That's so right. Vincent has to make a decision as to which train he's going to get on. And he picked the right one. He did, amazing. So he gets on there, uh, does well, gets in the, I think he jumps off the train, up in from the back door of the train and they're running forward, realizing that, you know, there's going to be a showdown here. And in this bit here, Remember when they're on either side of the door and they shoot each other and then you see Vincent grabbing his gun and he tries to put the other the other cartridge in and yeah, it falls. Empty. Yeah. It falls, he can't hold it. He's and then he looks down, he's wounded. Now, if you look get the pause button out, okay, yeah. because do you remember what what Vincent's style is? Right? Bang, bang, bang. So double tap to the chest and into the head, yeah. right? If you look really closely at the door, you know how the door shut? There's the glass, glass. You see the two taps. There's two taps there, one tap there, all on the metal part of the door. Whereas uh, Max was just shooting randomly and got him. Yeah. So his own precision was his defeat. Was his defeat. So yeah. he, he, didn't, he didn't kill him. Wow. Because many times I've seen it, I'm thinking, how did he not shoot him properly? But it's only this watch where I'm thinking, I, I'm going to pause this. And I saw the marks on the door. You can see the two shots there and the one shot here on the okay. metal part of the door. Yeah, right. So that's why he beat him. Okay. And then you see him and sort of it's prophetically sort of talking about, remember early on he was talking about the man who died on the MTA. No one noticed yeah, he was that, dead. I like that about yeah. this movie. There's a couple of those throw couple forward of callbacks, throwbacks. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. So, mate, he dies on he the dies. train and uh, it probably not be noticed for hours. Yeah, six hours at least. The end. Couple of cool lines here. The first yeah. one was uh, when with Max and Annie in the cab. How many cabbies do you know get you into an argument to save you money? Hmm. There were two of us. I had to kill the other one. <laughs> I don't like competition. It's good this line. is one of my favourites. Uh, when after, do you remember when the body's fallen on the cab? And I love the line when Vincent, when when Ray, when Ray, when um, Max tries to take off, and he says, "Red light, Ray. Red light, Max." There's no word stop, red light. And then uh, this is when uh, when Max has an idea. He says, look, why don't you just take the cab? Hey, why don't you just take the cab? Take the cab? Yeah, you take it. I'll, I'll chill. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just chill. They don't even know who's driving these things half the time anyway, man. They never check or anything. Okay, so just, just take it. You, me. You promise not to tell anybody, right? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Promise. Get in the fucking car. <laughs> he's leading him along. Yeah, you you're promise, thinking, you're mate, oh, you that's, that's pretty good. You're going to get out of this. He's just going to chill. <laughs> you promised not to tell him, right? Get in the fucking cab. Yeah, that was great. All right. How did that happen? Okay. Some plot holes here. Um, how do you get into a crowded nightclub with cameras and metal detectors with a gun? Look, I don't think it's the, the uh, nightclub. most... It's a bit loose on the rules there. Up, upstanding nightclub, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah it's crowded, though. Now, when after the shootout, when when he shoots um, the guy in Fever nightclub, mm. 
he only had one more stop to make. Now, he saw Max was with the cop. He, did he really need to take Max with him the rest of the way? He could have gone and finished it himself because Max had been identified by the cop. So that, taking Max with him is going to make him a target. Well, no. The reason for that is is given away earlier in the movie when um, Fal- oh, who's the cops? The fa- yeah, Fanning. Uh, Fanning yeah. is talking. Or no, is it Fanning? Yeah. yeah. There's a couple of cops talking yeah. and they, they talk about how they, they heard this story in another part of the country about a, a cabbie uh, who was okay. essentially held hostage. Uh, no, sorry, a cabbie that was found dead in a, in a car and they assumed he was the killer of five people that night. Uh, and he always <sighs> believed that there was someone else involved. Right. That's why he believed oh, so, Max in this so movie. So you think he, he was going to shoot Max He was going to take him, the, the body's in the back of the car, shoot him. Because the cops think he's Vincent, remember? That's right. Yeah, it, okay. Even, even okay. without that, he, he would have staged his yeah, death makes sense. and, and uh, Vincent would have nicked off to another land. That makes so sense. That's why he needs well him with him. He was explained. never going to let him leave. Well explained. Things you might not know. Mm. Tom Cruise drawing his gun, the tactical draw of his gun, is so good, it is used for, for by experts to train people how to use a handgun. Wow. That's a pretty, pretty big rap. He's it? doing all right there. Yeah. Sheesh. According to Michael Mann, mm-hmm. um, he wanted Tom Cruise's character to be able to get in and out of wherever he was without people recognizing him. Right. So he set him a task to uh, pose as a FedEx delivery driver in crowded LA markets and he wanted no one to recognize him. Right. So that was his task. He says, but yeah, to prepare, right. we want you to slip in and out and no one recognize you. And he did. Yep. Uh, and also in preparation for his role, Jamie Foxx also drove a cab. He trained as a cab driver. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. That's I don't method. think it was necessary, method. but. Method. Okay. The Remember when, when Max is talking to Annie on the rooftop? Remember yeah. he's on the rooftop, she's up in the building? Yep. That rooftop belonged to the Secret Service, so they had to get special permission to film there. Oh, wow. Yeah, Secret <laughs> Service building. I told you that Russell Crowe was this close to playing the role of Vincent, yeah. but he couldn't commit because he had another – he was preparing for another Aussie film yeah. called Eucalyptus, which was a bomb. Uh, with uh, It was co-starring Nicole Kidman. Pick the wrong movie? one. Pick the wrong Eucalyptus. one. Yeah, I don't remember. It was, it was yeah. terrible, yeah. Did you notice – there are no opening credits uh, at all. Yeah, right, okay. Nor not even the Just title. straight into it. Yeah. Movie, and then the oh, the only credits are at the end. Bravo. So as starts, it should be. So as it fades to black, it says directed by Michael Mann, and then the credits, and then it says Tom Cruise, Jamie Foxx, Collateral, at, to, in the end credits. Interesting. Yeah, okay. yeah, a lot of movies do that. Now, you said how Vincent was dressed before. Yeah. Okay? Now, very interestingly, do you remember when we did Heat? Yeah. You remember Robert De Niro's character, Macaulay? Yeah. Neil Macaulay? Yeah. He was wearing the exact outfit. Oh, what? Grey suit, white shirt. Same outfit as Neil Macaulay in in Heat, which came out in 1995. Yeah. Same outfit. The phone Tom Cruise uses in the back of the cab. Remember when he loses his computer and he has to rely on a mobile? Yeah. Did you notice that was the Nokia that you pulled it apart and there was a keyboard on either yes, side of the screen? It was. It had like a twist screen, yeah. The Nokia 6800 that was. Right. Really? And the phone, remember he pinches a phone yeah. off the guy, the bystander? That was the Motorola T720. Nice. Did you ever own one of those phones? No. Okay. Uh, now, some shots in the movie, again, Michael Mann pointing out that uh, some shots wouldn't have been possible on 35mm film. Mm. including the close-up of Vincent in the office. Remember this bit that shifts to focus on Max on the parking garage roof? Yes, yes. That wouldn't be possible with film, he reckons. It would have been too dark. Max would either be not exposed at all or he would not be able to carry the focus. So it's, again, Michael Mann really driving digital to get more out of it. All right, three questions for Trev. Hit me. Do, do Ray oh, – sorry, Ray. Do Max, Keep calling him Ray. Ray, Ray, Ray. You got to Oscar for Ray. Do Max and Annie start dating? Yeah, 100%. You think they're into She's, it, mate? He saved her life, he mate. Did, That's, you're entitled to get something for that, are you? Yeah. Hey. Something. <laughs> oh, does, um, does Max ever get into his, li- his limo business started? No. 
I think yes. I think no. yes because he, Vincent drove him to to get no. out, to get out Vincent of his comfort zone. Drove him to realize. Yeah. He was never going to achieve that goal, and he actually loved and enjoyed being a cabbie. Right. Yep. You don't reckon? I yeah, reckon that's like why he's still doing this. I man. reckon he did it. No. He, he was sort of pushed out of his comfort zone a bit. Yeah. You don't reckon? No. Question number three. Okay. What was the body count? Oh. Have oh, a man, with Have a, a nightclub, it's huge. Like 43. No. <laughs> 16 people. Really? So Ramon. As the if there wasn't guy. be some collateral in the nightclub. Yeah, uh, Ramon, the first guy. Sylvester Clark, the second guy. Remember in, in the se- second stop? Yeah, don't run through all 16 of them. I get Three the and four, the two hoods in the alley. Yeah. Daniel, the jazz guy, that's uh, that's five. Um, six and seven, two of Felix's henchmen at the night at the club fever. Yeah. Um, and eight through 13, six security guards at Club Fever. Um, 14 is Peter Lim, the South Korean guy. Okay. 15 is Detective Fanning. And 16 is security card in the Department of Justice building. Boom. Boom. 16. Righto. That is Collateral. Give us your wrap-up and rating. No, I really enjoyed it. Um, I really got into the story. I think it's because of the way it was delivered. I think that, that what you talked about earlier, the the slow evolution of the character um, – you know, you didn't need that Set early over a short expo- period exposition. Of time. Yeah. yeah, I love the short period of time thing. Yeah, I think it's. It, I struggle to follow some movies. Okay, I struggle to pick up every. Like I struggle to pick up names, let alone. Yeah. you know what just happened, and I think okay. this this. <laughs> You're the bloke in the Seinfeld in the car park saying, "Oh, that was that guy." Okay. <laughs> yeah, and also sometimes you got to rewind and go. What do they say? I know that's yeah. authentic audio, but can we just hear it? Well, Sometimes you know it's, it's not funny well you should done. mention that because this movie, you know how they have Razzies and all those stupid awards? Yeah. This movie won a Mumble Award because they reckon all the characters were mumbling. No, Did you, did you hear it okay? The only one that I struggled with was the uh, boss of the cab on the two-way. Sometimes oh. that was a little bit muffled, but it wasn't okay. bad enough. Was yeah. it? You got the context. Absolutely. So I found it very easy to follow the context, um, unpack the story. Yep. I liked Learning the story along the way, the yeah. whole I thought it was, it was sort really, of drip really well fed out to you, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it kept your it. interest, mate. It was a great movie. Really enjoyed it. It's a uh, it's an eight for me. Eight? Oh, mate, it's a nine for me. Love yeah. this movie. Love it. All right, eight. That's pretty solid. Yeah, no, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a, a good solid ranking Trev for me. Score. Let's that's be real. A solid Trev score. Yeah. Nine for me. I'm I'm always a bit overs on the on the score. <laughs> Should we talk about next week? Yeah, let's go. What do we got next week? We are watching a submarine movie. We've already done Red October. I know that, but this one is Crimson Tide. Starring what color Denzel Red. Hang on. Starring... Well, hang on, is this a knockoff? No. Yeah, I never thought of that. So Hunt for Crimson October. Crimson Tide. Starring Denzel Washington. Dens, the Dens. Gene Hackman. Oh. Directed by Tony Scott, who is Ridley Scott's brother, by the way. Oh, really? Okay. Your millionaire question is to do with Gene Hackman. Okay. Which of these Superman. movies is Gene Hackman not Oh, in? come on! Okay. Which is he not in? Jesus okay, Christ. Gene Hackman, which is he not in? Oh, A, Enemy of the State. I don't know. B, Superman. C, The Firm. D, The Insider. Enemy of the State. He's in Enemy of the State. Damn it. He's with Will Smith in Enemy of the State. And that's on our list. That's a good movie. Well, how can he was I also... know if I haven't watched it? It should only be okay. movies I've watched. Okay, well, you've seen Superman. You got that bit right. I've got it. I said the it. Firm. I should get points for saying that. He was in The Firm with Tom Cruise. Fir- Cruise is in Firm. That's on their list too. The Insider is the movie he was not in. That was a movie directed by, uh, I think it was directed by Michael Mann. Uh, and it was with Russell Crowe starring. Great, mate. But one, yeah. I got Superman right. That's all I'm That's happy about. That's not bad. That's impressive. Yeah, I'm happy. All righty. Well, we hope you enjoyed Collateral. We look forward to you joining us for Crimson Tide, which is a cracking movie. You're going to love it. So uh, we hope you enjoyed that one, mate. Collateral, I think. I did well there, didn't no, I? You, you liked that one? That's okay. a good one. Great. Back I'm it up next week. Like it. Yeah, I'm pretty confident we will. Thanks no, for I'm joining not. us. See you, mate. See ya.